Hey, Think Realty Nation, thanks so much for joining the podcast today. I always appreciate you joining us. And to show our appreciation, we're going to bring you some more great content today. We've got a great concept and a good friend of mine that's going to be here in just a second. But before I jump in, let me say a quick thank you to our podcast sponsor, which is Real Property Management. Working with the right property management company can put more money in your pocket, not less. Real Property Management provides a higher standard of property management to make sure you're maximizing the return on your investment. Experience the real difference with Real Property Management. Visit realpropertymgt.com. That's realpropertymgt.com. Today on the show, we've got my good friend, Tom Lonnie. And do I always say that right? Yes, okay, you're, you're 100% I've right. heard your name pronounced <laughs> a million different ways, and I've always been convinced it's Lonnie, and so I just always go with it. So It is 100% correct. It's actually a German word, and it means mood in okay. German. So good mood or bad mood? Not any just, mood. Just okay. the mood. Okay, got yeah. it. <laughs> so that's the good thing is it's not, you know, oh, bad mood or good mood. Yeah. That's it, and you're pronouncing it perfectly. Good. Tom uh, is a good friend of mine. As a matter of fact, um, I'm in the process of working with him on what we're going to talk about today. Um, and it's something that I've learned as a almost like a family trader, a family seeker for years now. Yeah. Um, and Tom has what's called a bulletproof wealth strategy. Um, he helps people, typically high net worths uh, and, and others that are really trying to understand how to preserve their wealth over time, pass it on to the next generation, protect it from an asset management perspective, and really find multiple ways of return. Uh, and we'll jump into that in just a second. Um, but Tom, if you don't mind, before we jump into kind of what you do, yeah. tell us how you got there. Because it's an interesting story. I mean, I know you started off in the music yeah. industry. Yeah. And, you know, Tell us how you got to where you are today. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate being here. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to spend some time with you guys. So how I got started in this was, as you said, I was in the music industry, got really, really fortunate to work with some huge names like Bruce Springsteen, R.E.M., Fabulous Thunderbirds, Stevie Ray Vaughan, just a list goes on and on of artists that I got to work with, plus a bunch of amazing contemporary Christian artists. But one day, and I remember this clear as day, I had my financial advisor knock at the door when I was just in my office, and he, he said, hey, can I come in? I need to talk with you. Mm-hmm. He had a very troubled look on his face, so I knew right away something was up. And he said, hey, um, I need to beg your forgiveness. I have actually lied to you, and I have used your money for my own financial gain, and I'm just, please don't turn me into the authorities. That was the reason for his visit. Wow. And Eddie, what I didn't know then that I know now is that industries like music and professional sports are very often preyed on Mm -hmm. by financial advisors. Sure. And there's just a lower literacy level in that area. And that wasn't the first time, the second time, but that was the third financial advisor that ended up defrauding me. And it was it was pretty intense to come to that realization that you know what there's just a lot of bad actors in this in this area and so that prompted me to really dive deep and learn what I was doing because eventually I started losing hearing after 29 years um, I had a partial hearing loss and I had this really amazing. Um, disability policy, which is called a long-term disability policy, that paid for me to go back to school and get three financial designations. Mm. And I did that because I wanted to help others not get in the same bind and make the same mistakes that I did. Sure. And it has really been amazing. And that that policy, uh, ironically, was that guy was the one who provided Mm. it, right? But he did it 
all crazily wrong. He had me paying premiums to him hmm. versus paying them to the company, which you, wow. any normal person sure. outside of music would know that's completely ridiculous. Sure. You know what yeah, I'm saying? That's so, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so he was doing that. He was trying to invest the money short term, float it, mm-hmm. and then make the premium payments. And of course, this lasted for a year and a half or so until the whole thing imploded on wow. him. Wow. You know? Wow. And I, I was like, man, what a mess. I just. I couldn't believe it. Sure. And now that I'm in the business, I can't believe somebody would actually think that would work. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just like a, it's a bomb waiting to go yeah, off. That's so, crazy. Anyways, that's how I got started. So you you jumped into, um, it sounds like more traditional financial wealth management, right? Well, With your designation. So I started, uh, you know, to be totally honest with you, I started thinking I was going to work with special needs situation. So families who have a loved one with special needs. So my Mm -hmm. first designation was a chartered special needs consultant. Mm. And um, then I went on from there to get a chartered financial consultant designation. Mm. And then finally ended up with a chartered life underwriter. So honestly, you know, I didn't do a lot in the wealth management space. I got into it, learned all about it and realized that it wasn't really attractive to me because a lot of the risks that are involved in that mm-hmm. are not well explained sure. and people don't understand really what's happening behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I yeah. just didn't resonate well with it. So I'm more about protecting sure. uh, wealth and helping people figure out how to honestly use their money in more than one place at a time. Sure. And when I heard about saving money inside of a life insurance policy the first time I was on a podcast, I really resonated with that. I thought, okay, this is unique because I was saving money in a traditional bank sure, and like everybody. And I thought, okay, this isn't doing me anything. It's mm-hmm. losing to inflation. Sure. You know, I'm not getting any kind of return. Right. The in- interest I make on that is taxable at ordinary income. Right. So I was like, I got to figure out a better way to do this. And when I started digging and started learning how this works, I was like, okay, I'm going to try it for myself first, mm-hmm. see if it works. And then it actually exceeded my expectations. Mm-hmm. And so that is when I decided I was going to teach other people you know, not just that, but also how to mitigate risks in all of their areas. Sure. Yeah. Like the disability stuff that I was involved in has nothing to do with that. It's right. a totally separate standalone thing, but it's part of my Bulletproof Wealth system of making sure that your risk is as mitigated as possible. Sure. Let's jump into that yeah. system and kind of your philosophies there because many of the Think Realty viewers and listeners, if they've listened to me or Abi over the years, we've talked a lot about infinite banking um, yeah. because I'm such a huge proponent. You know I'm involved with it. Yes. I use it. It's a strategy I use. And so I push it a lot. Um, and I don't push it um, from the perspective of this is something have to, they have to do. I push it because I really feel like it's a great strategy that's so misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people out there like uh, Dave Ramsey and not kind of casting shade on Dave Ramsey that'll, you know, say negative things about whole life and is it a scam and is yeah. this, you know, really uh, working? And for me, it's been such an amazing vehicle. And I want to say something I'll kind of lead into what you have to say about it is that to me, when someone explained, and I'm third generation real estate investor, this is something my grandfather did, right? I learned through osmosis in this is that you can actually make money multiple ways on your money. If you just were to take your income 
and you were to save it, create essentially your own bank, right? Which is a yep. whole life policy. Yes. It can earn four or five or 6%. Then you could essentially get, let's say, uh, for a real estate investor, a HELOC, right? Like it's <laughs> it's a way to go get uh, a loan on that money without diminishing the value. Yep. It's still earning four, five, 6%. Then if I can earn more than the cost of that capital, right? If it costs me 4% or 5% or 6% on that capital, but I can earn 10 or 12 or whatever it is, now I'm making money twice on that dollar. Yep. When I understood that, I was all in. And so I wanna hear like your thoughts on, on that. Yes, absolutely, Eddie. So this is what I have done private lending in the past myself, mm -hmm. utilizing my own privatized bank. So I've been doing this for 10 years and I've accumulated now 10 policies wow. that I'm running through my banking system. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that is so hard for people to grasp is that if you're lending money, let's just make the number simple at 12%, mm -hmm. and your cost of capital is six, mm -hmm. most people would say, oh gosh, you're making 6% return. Sure. And they're, they're not understanding the fact that you're not using any of your own money to right. do this right. lending. Right. It's all a spread. Sure. So the cost of capital in that case is six grand on 100,000, and you're making 12, then that return is actually 100%. Right. And it goes up from there. I mean, when I did the private lending, I made 200%. Sure. And it's just an amazing way to utilize your money. Now, the difference between this and a HELOC mm -hmm. is when you're utilizing something like a HELOC, which is very similar because it's a line of sure. credit, you're not making any money right. off the HELOC just sitting there. Right. It's not doing you any right. good. It's right. not doing you right. any good. You're just being able to access capital. Sure but it's not growing. Yeah. So this is actually compounding and growing the whole time, whether you use it or not. Mm -hmm. And the nice part about it is, and it's it, it's not just tax deferred, There there is no tax on that gain, right? As it sits in that whole life policy, as it gains, you're not paying tax on, on the interest. You're absolutely not paying tax on the internal growth inside the policy. Now, mm -hmm. the thing about it is, in retirement, this also turns into a tax-free income stream. And the way that I make that work is I distribute out all of the basis, which means all the money you put into the policy. Sure. And then we switch to loans that never get paid off because right. the life insurance pays them off. Sure. So that is how you can make this tax-free virtually forever right. as well, which makes it just a super powerful. Yeah, I, it is a, it's a such a powerful thing. And I know that it's, it's, some people look at this and they just think, well, it's too complex, I'm not gonna jump in. And I know yeah. that, you know, I literally just sat on the phone or Zoom call with you the other day and yeah. you, you know, I was getting ready to put more money into a policy and uh, with you and, and we looked at a spreadsheet, right? And that spreadsheet makes it so easy to understand. And I wish that they would just go to that process because if they could just see it, they'd realize this is really not a complicated thing. No, it's not. Once you see it on paper, especially sure. if you're adept at reading those types of things, sure. and then it makes total sense. And, and what I'm gonna be doing uh, a talk at the Think Realty Conference and I'm gonna actually present one of those spreadsheets as sure. a sample to help people some people resonate towards that, mm -hmm. and so I'm going to do that That's great. as well and just show them some real numbers. That's awesome. I, I know that when I see the real numbers, it goes the yeah. light bulb just goes off. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. You know, my first, uh, the first way I used it was I actually got a policy 
uh, took my essentially loan against that policy and bought a car. And then what I did was instead of paying the car payment back to a bank, I paid the car payment back to essentially the loan. And yes. it was the first time that it clicked in my head like, oh, wait a minute, I never actually have to lose a dollar again that I gain. Like, it's just like, I'm yes. just paying myself back, right? Like, it was a, it was one of those things, like, I didn't quite grasp it, but I at least had enough information to do that. And mm -hmm. then it was like, oh, well, I could do this on anything, you know? Like, it just opened up everything. So I love that. And you, yes, the, the thing that is really cool is that you're not limited to what you would be doing in a qualified plan. Sure. So if this was an IRA, for example, you'd be right. like, okay, no, you can't do that. You can't yeah. do that. It's like all these- Arms length transactions and all this pro prohibitive, you know. Yes, and you probably couldn't go buy a car. You couldn't, yeah. No. <laughs> so, so you can do pretty yeah. much whatever your imagination yeah. allows, which right. is one of the things that I absolutely love about yeah. it. That's awesome. Um, so as, as people um, are building policies like this, one of the other things that to me, um, and I'd like for you to speak to this, sure. to me that is so valuable is the asset protection side. Yeah. You know, I'm involved heavy in private equity. I buy, sell companies all the time. I'm high, involved in real estate. I buy and sell real estate. And one of the things that you always have in your mind as an investor is, am I protected against worst case scenario, right? Like a tenant that trips yeah. and falls, a, a, a company that you know uh, creates a liability that I was unaware of, right? And I've heard, I don't know if this is true or not, that a whole life policy has never been pierced from a from the perspective of asset protection in the history of their creation. Is that a true statement? So Eddie, I don't know if that has ever been pierced. I don't okay. think it has, but okay. I will tell you that insurance is regulated on a state-by-state -state basis. Mm -hmm. So there are some states that have 100% of your cash value as asset protected. Let's just go over a few. Florida, mm -hmm. I love that Florida is sure. an amazing state. Right. Texas, Utah, Tennessee, mm -hmm. There's a lot of the states in this country that have 100% asset protection. There's a few states that it's murky on a little bit where the law is not clear, like New Jersey is a little not clear, and then some states where it's downright not great, and that would be like California, to be sure. honest with you. It's about, I think it's the first $16,000 mm. is fully asset protected in California, whereas... Here in Florida, for example, it would be if you had two million dollars, it's all asset protected, yeah, which so is huge. It's huge. Like yeah. it just they just can't come after that because they consider that sort of a sacred sure. storage place for capital. Yeah. You know, and which I love. I mean, like yeah. you just you hear these horror stories, and thankfully, I've never had something like that happen to me. I've been sued. You know, you can't be in business as long as I have and not be sued. Totally. But it's like, but you just wonder, did, did I set it all up right? And I have to pay a team of lawyers to make sure that it's set. And you still have that thought of like, yeah. can, they, can they get access to, not, not because I did something egregious or bad, it's just because I did something unknowingly. Totally. Right? And yeah, Eddie, the way that I process this information is it's really not a matter of if you're going to be sued, right? Sure, it's right. just a matter of when, when depending yeah. on how long you're doing this. Sure. And having that asset protection, especially for real estate investors, because there's just too many areas of liability you right. open yourself up to. Sure. I mean, as a real estate mm -hmm. professional. So yeah. that is one of the main features that I absolutely love about sure. it. Sure, that's awesome. Um, I love this concept of taking control of your life, your wealth, your future. And I feel like this vehicle does this at a level that I don't know any other vehicle that does, yeah, right? Um, I don't either. And it's just like, I, I've fallen in love with the product um, and I'm super happy that you're in this environment helping share the knowledge and information you do. How can they get a hold of you or how do they kind of 
get in touch with you to learn more? So my website is bulletproofwealth.info. That's bulletproofwealth.info. And there's a lot of great free information there. So if you actually sign up at that main webpage, you can get access to a lot of free training videos that I have done that I don't put on YouTube, okay? I don't, it's all behind this access that you have to get to because I don't really... Um, just work with anybody. I'm pretty selective on who I work with, so I don't just throw it out there to the world. Um, and go, coming through a trusted source like this podcast is a good way to get a hold of me. Sure. And then from there, they can book a time to talk with me, and I can see, okay, is this a good fit, sure. right? And and then I kind of go through a selection process of who I'm yeah. able to work with. Tom is uh, in a group and actually part owners of a company that we have together called The Power Room. It's an elite group of CEOs and you know movers and shakers and investors. And I know a lot of them already use him. I use uh, Tom as well. It's such a great strategy. I would highly, highly recommend that they come and at least have the conversation with you. You know, yeah. it, it doesn't cost anything. It's not. It's not intrusive. It's you're just basically saying, okay. Tell me where you're at, putting it into a spreadsheet, it then shows them what their potential and opportunity is. And if if you've listened to this podcast and you believe, you know, what we're talking about is is even in the realm of possibility for you, uh, I would really high, highly recommend that they go to you and ta- have this conversation. Thanks, Eddie. I appreciate yeah. that. Sure. Anything else you want to leave uh, as a nugget of information? Uh, I think I think we just about covered it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think we're good. Thank good. you. Very, very yeah. good. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you. Think Realty, thanks so much for always uh, tuning in and, and participating. We love your feedback, uh, and if you have any comments or suggestions or even questions on this podcast, comment in the links below. Our team will always uh, respond, and uh, we'll also put all of Tom's uh, information there uh, in the show notes as well as uh, in links so that you can go directly to uh, his Bulletproof Wealth website and strategy and hear more. Uh, another uh, quick thank you to our podcast sponsor, which is Real Property Management. Um, you know, I believe that one of the big uh, issues that most real estate investors face is they don't have the right team around them. Real property management is a great uh, supplement to that team. Uh, that's how I can go from not just owning one or two or three doors, but over, or, but literally thousands of doors because I entrust uh, people like real property management to uh, to manage the properties I have. So I don't have to deal with all the tenants and toilets. So uh, I would encourage you to go there, see how they can serve you. A good property management company will put more money in your pocket than take it out. Uh, and you can see the real difference there at realpropertymgt.com. That's realpropertymgt.com. One last thing, and that is, uh, if you are on the West Coast, many of you have asked us to come to the West Coast and do a conference and expo, and we're doing that just uh, we're doing just that in March, uh, March 28th and 29th of 2024. We'll be in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, for a show. This will be the first time we're ever in Phoenix, and the first time we're on the West Coast since before COVID. And we'd love to have a big turnout. We know we have a big audience out there, and we'd love to serve you. Um, so, as a thank you and as a incentive, we're going to give you a buy one get one free for listening listening to the podcast, you can go to thinkreality.com forward slash Phoenix. And if you put the code in podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, 
You'll get a buy one, get one free so you can bring your spouse or a business partner or a friend uh, to learn more about all the things going on in real estate, hear more about infinite banking and lots of other products like that uh, so that we can serve you better. We want to be a companion along this journey of life with you to try to help you grow your wealth and get ex exposure to these opportunities uh, for wealth generation, wealth creation, and wealth protection. Uh, hope you have a great day today. Uh, happy investing, and we'll see you later. Think Realty Nation. Mm -hmm.